Hey everyone and welcome to the Face to Face podcast, a podcast where a father and son talk about life and stuff. Uh, hi and welcome to our first podcast. Um, we're flying blinded, but we haven't a clue what we're doing, but we're going to give it a lash. First of all, I'm the dad. Uh, I'm 53, and with me I have the son. My son. My son. Who's how old? Um, 16. Going on 17. Going on 17. Okay. We came up with the idea for this podcast to... About a week ago or so, was it? Uh, yeah, I'd yeah. say so. We haven't even titled it yet. Yeah, you're recording the first one. Yeah. The working title is Father and Son. So from your perspective, what's the um, the objective? Why are we doing this? I suppose get the perspectives of two different generations on a, an opportunity to debate on certain things that we may not agree on. Uh, yeah. Or in other circumstances, just to talk about anything really, be that music, politics, video games, whatever. Okay. So it's this two-generation thing, really, I guess, for me, that was the motivation as well. Because I guess if I go back to when I was a kid with my dad, <coughs> excuse me, the gap, I think, between the generations back then was much wider than it is now. Um Perhaps our generations have more in common than my generation and my father's generation. I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud there. So yeah, we're going to discuss topics that we're interested in. Yeah. I think we're kind of similar in our outlooks in life. What do you think, generally speaking? I, I think so. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of stuff we agree on. Yeah. And I think we, last night when we were talking about it, we were kind of searching for something we disagreed on. Yeah. yeah. We didn't really find that, did we? Not much. Okay. Well, hopefully we will and we can have a good old row. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking of a quote by Mark Twain um, talking about his father, I believe, and I really liked it. It said, when I was a boy of 14, my father was so ignorant I could hardly stand to have the old man around. But when I got to be 21, I was astonished at how much the old man had learned in seven years. I just think it's a great quote because it's that real, you know, when you're a teenage boy, sort of becoming your own man you kind of have to reject your dad and his ideas and then at some point you come back to them but as it is I think yeah our natures are quite quite similar what I, what is it that's similar I, I kind of think we're both um, fairly open minded sure yeah um, I think we're both very tolerant as well yeah I, uh, yeah I think that that's that's us the um, tolerance and also the ability to just not really give a fuck, to be honest. Yeah, there is that as well. If there's anything that we're both intolerant of, I find at least, it's um, when people have very extreme points of view. Oh yeah, I mean, I consider myself liberal, but I'd say extreme liberals are some of my least favourite humans on this earth. Okay. They, they suck, and so do extreme conservatives. Extreme anything, by definition, just is not good. Yeah. Like, for example, I think we're both very supportive of women's issues, for example. 
But neither of us would really class ourselves as feminists, would we? Not at all. Mm. Why is that? Oh, Jesus. Is this, is this our transition into our talk about feminism? No, no, I just well, we're on the <laughs> subject. Uh, because um, I don't need a label on myself to just be a decent person. And um, I also don't want to associate myself with the people who think I'm the enemy because I'm a white man. Yeah, fair enough. I think you hit on a really key word there, though. You said you don't need a label to be decent. Yeah. And I think that's perhaps where we're kind of similar. We just want to be decent human beings. Yeah, I mean, I don't identify as anything. Yeah. And I don't think I should identify as anything. There's, what's the point? Yeah. Because uh, it, it's like the whole thing with... Like, there are some gay people I know who, like, their personality is that they're just gay. And I'm like, awesome, but I, I, I don't care. Yeah. Like, get a hobby, do something else other than just the opposite, of the same gender. Yeah. And uh, that's when I feel the labels get too much, because they're labeling themselves as whatever, gay, bisexual, lesbian, whatever. And, uh... That just becomes their entire character. So they're they're almost defining themselves by their sexuality. Yeah, and I think that's stupid. Yeah, I kind of think there's a lot more to being a human than your gender or your sexuality or your your viewpoint on a particular thing. Who you wanna pip pip the diddly do with? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so we're gonna take well, obviously feminism. I think is gonna be a subject. Sure. <laughs> uh, sexuality. Yeah. Gender issues. Um, well, I know from, from the outset we kind of both have a very similar perspective. Mm. But there is stuff I know from previous conversations that we've had around sexuality that I don't quite get my head around. Sure, yeah. So we'll talk about those in more depth. And as you said, we're going to talk about some music that we really love mm-hmm. and music that we don't love. Yeah. And why? Yeah. I suppose music is one of the things that we really have in common. Yeah. In terms of interests. Cool. Yeah, so hopefully we get to learn from each other. And then um, what I was wondering as well, like, from my perspective, I just love chatting to you. Um, so for me doing this, it's just like us having a chat and we're recording it. Hmm. Have you any sense of who this would be useful to? Genuinely, no. I mean, I, I can, well, I can kind of see it being useful to, let's say, someone who thinks the way we do or I do or you do. Yeah. Uh, and they really feel... If no one else around them who thinks that way, it could be a bit of a comfort there. Mm. I got that when I started diving into social politics and my views on that. Mm. And I thought, I'm going insane. I'm the only one in the world who thinks the way I do. And then I kind of found people through YouTube and social media who taught like me. Yeah. And that was a big comfort. I suppose, if anything, it could be like that. But, like you were saying, with the, like, relationships between parents and their children... Yeah. Could be a kind of bridge, as you were saying. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice to think that it would... Would be useful to other parents and kids, <coughs> and maybe specifically fathers and sons. Sure. Because that relationship, traditionally, is kind of difficult. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, I think in some ways now it's even more difficult. Yeah. Because, um... But just the, the challenges that face your generation 
just didn't exist for our generation. They yeah. didn't exist 12 years ago. Yeah. You know, and we're kind of lagging behind. Oh, another thing I want to talk about is this notion of, um, you hear it in the media all the time, that your generation aren't resilient. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've heard, I've read so many, I don't really read the newspaper, but I've read so many headlines that are blaming millennials for fucking everything. Yeah. I've genuinely read <laughs> read a, a article about how millennials are killing the marmalade industry. Okay. On a like they're dead serious. They're not taking the mick, and they're completely serious about millennials killing marmalade. Okay. And um, we're kind of sat here like maybe we're too busy trying to like afford a house in today's economy to be eating marmalade out of the jar. <laughs> okay, I never really considered, but now that uh, that you mentioned, yeah, you've a lot to answer for killing marmalade. <laughs> yeah, and like they're all fucking insane. There's one other that was uh, an article that was saying millennials aren't interested in boobs. Two things: first of all, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Second of all, the the story behind that is basically in a lot of like porn websites. Millennials aren't typing boobs into, like, the search bar. Okay. But my mentality that is, if you're watching porn, you, you kind of expect them. Yeah, they're generally they, they, they attached gen- in some way. They're generally there, unless you're watching two blokes go at it. Okay. And, um, yeah, but like, <laughs> so they took that fact and twisted into, oh, millennials don't like boobs. Okay. Immediate lot to answer for. We've digressed kind of into porn suddenly. That's another topic we need to talk about. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Probably take a few episodes, at the very least, yeah. I imagine. It's kind of, yeah, I, the reason I want to talk about sort of your generation in, in terms of the resilience in that is because I hear it all the time in the media that, oh, these young millennials, they are millennials, um, they're not resilient. And I kind of go, of course they're resilient. Like, I, I just, I really get annoyed at people sort of beating up on you guys because I think when push comes to shove you'll be just like any generation before you it's just you have a whole different set of challenges that that perhaps we don't understand Um, and if anything if if you weren't resilient as a generation who do you blame for that? you'd have to blame the parents yeah you'd have to blame my generation yeah if we didn't make you or expose you to situations where you develop resilience well then it's our fault yeah it's like the whole marmalade thing well if you taught us to eat marmalade out of the jar with a spoon maybe we wouldn't be killing the marmalade industry <laughs> actually I've never eaten marmalade out of a jar with a spoon don't even like the stuff so I'm responsible as well for killing it okay well so that's what we're about sure. that's what the objective of our little podcast is um, what do you want to start with you know topic wise next time out next time yeah well I think as I was saying just before we started the first one the first two we could do would be say alternate sexualities outside of straight gay and bi yeah or feminism yeah and we could do either of those today and either than the other the next time okay so you want to go for it sure which one are we doing you choose oh dear well I feel the feminism one will be a lot longer. 
Okay. Because well, personally, I have a lot of things to say about it. <laughs> and I, I think most of my friends can um, attest to this. You know what? Screw it. Let's do feminism. Okay. Because that'll be, that'll be fun. Yeah. Well, let's give that about 10 minutes, will we? Okay. And we can revisit it. Because I don't think, you know, I don't think we're going to exhaust any topic, no matter how long we talk about it. Sure. Ugh. So why did you choose feminism as a... A major topic. Oh, it's probably one of the things I'm most passionate about, but not in the way most feminists are passionate about. I'm not even a fucking feminist, but not in the way most people are passionate about feminism. Okay, we'll explain that. I wouldn't consider myself an anti-feminist, but I'd consider myself definite not a feminist. Yeah. Okay. So what does that mean? Me not being a feminist. Yeah. And why? Why not? Because we said that we both support, you know, women's issues, yeah. whether it's inequality or whether it's... I'd say that the reason, say, some people would hear me say that and freak out is because a lot of the people who aren't as interested in the stuff as I am would not know about all the extended reaches of feminism and all the extreme points of it and all the different aspects of modern feminism. So they just understand the core meaning of equality of the sexes, yeah. hear me say I'm not for that, yeah. and think I'm a sexist. Okay. That, I think that's the biggest reason it's so hard to speak out against the toxicity of feminism. Yeah. It's because the core meaning is still the same. Okay. But what it actually is in today's society is completely different. Yeah. So, the sort of the core issues of equality. Mm-hmm are kind of lost is that it uh, well not even that it's simply how it's perceived I'll talk I'll speak out against feminism for all of its inaccuracies and all of its lies yeah and and a misandry yeah but someone who doesn't know all about that all about that stuff yeah will just hear me say I like say for example like oh I hate feminism and they'll only understand feminism as equality between sexes, hear me say I hate that yeah. and I think I'm a sexist then. Okay, so they think you're a misogynist because yeah. you say you dislike feminism. Yeah. Okay. So where has feminism gone wrong, do you think? Like if you, if you go back to the suffragettes and whatever else, uh, when, it, you know, when it all started, when it was largely about getting the vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, am I right in saying New Zealand was the first country to give the vote for him? I'll have to check that out. I have no idea. I think it was so it was a very clear-cut uh, issue. Yeah. But now, sort of in 2019... Pe- yeah, people are just calm, saying, oh, this is a feminist issue, and this is a feminist issue, and this is a feminist issue. And you're like, fucking pick one. Okay. Can it not be more than one? Well, it can be more than one, but y- you need to all agree on it. Okay, so the people who classify themselves as feminists need to... Be more of a cohesive group, is it? Yeah, because there's so many... Like, you take any feminist or women's march, Hmm. and the only people there who like each other are the ones who agree on everything. Like, I know people who call themselves feminists and would go to those kind of marches, but say, for example, they're pro-life and they're not pro-choice. Yeah. And they'll show up and feminists will, like, hate them for that 
Okay. And um, because they perceive it as anti-woman. Yeah. And uh, regardless of like your opinion on abortion, like why are they fighting? <laughs> yeah. They're, if you're all feminists, you should be all on the same page, all agreeing on the same stuff if you're fighting for something. But it's become less of what, something that you're fighting for more than more of a description of something you can be fighting for. Yeah. Okay. So, let's take the, recently the repeal the 8th uh, referendum in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was fundamentally to give women the right to choose, you know, or have, if you like, domain over their own body. Yeah. What was your perspective on that? Around the time, I was very much pro, pro-life. Yeah. Because at the time, I was not aware of all the reasons a woman would have an abortion. And all I knew it as was taking the life away from mm. an unborn child. Okay. And I don't like that. So I would have... I, I was kind of upset when um, yes won mm. at the time. But as I kind of matured a bit, looked into it a bit more, and I kind of saw very reasonable people, reasonable people that I knew who were pro-choice and I'm kind of thinking, hang on, they're not thick and they're, they're agreeing with this thing so I need to look into it more. Hmm. And I kind of looked into it, looked into all the reasons a woman would have an abortion, let's say, or she gets raped and gets pregnant from that or the child isn't going to survive the pregnancy or she's not going to survive the pregnancy or it's simply... She, it's going to ruin her life or she doesn't know or can't put it up for adoption. Okay. That I think it's almost a nece- necessary evil in some situations. I don't like it at all, but I'd rather have it happen and some woman's life be saved. Okay. So really, whilst your stance is effectively pro-life... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you recognise the fact that there are circumstances where... Yeah. A woman should have the right to yeah. choose anyway. If I hear someone wants to have an abortion, my first thought is why? I, I think there absolutely always needs to be a reason. I can't stand it seeing people getting abortions just because they can. Okay. Yeah. And I think, I think that's irresponsible and inhumane. Because, yeah, I do, I do think that it, it is a living thing. Yeah. As, as soon as... As soon as a baby is not conceived, well, as soon as a baby is in the belly, yeah, in the womb, I would consider it a living thing. Okay. And um, if you're just killing it, if you're just taking, or even if you don't think it's killing, even if you think taking the life away or taking the chance of life away, mm-hmm. if you're just doing that for the crack, fuck you. Okay. No, I hear you. I hear your point here. Yeah. Absolutely. And in some societies, I guess, um, abortion is just seen as another form of contraception. Yeah. And I think that's disgusting. Mm. Well, I think the important thing for me, because I was, I voted to repeal the eighth, yeah. Yeah. Um, does that mean I agree with abortion in all cases? Not necessarily. Um, but I think for me, it just came down to the notion of choice. Um, irrespective of my beliefs around it, um, did I have the right to 
to force my beliefs onto somebody else. Yeah. For me, at least, I think, and I think you're the same in many ways, it's, it's just choice. You should be allowed to choose yourself. Yeah. And what, what, what I hear, oh, someone is going to have an abortion, I do tend to give benefit of the doubt and say well, there has to be a reason. Because most people, I don't think, are just going to have an abortion for the sake of having an abortion. I'd say 99% of the time, it's for a very valid reason. Yeah. And that's why, at the time of the election going on, or not the election, voting going on, I probably would have voted no. Yeah. But had it been happening now, I would definitely vote yes. Okay. So you educated yourself? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we'll wrap that up there. Okay. Because we've got to cook dinner. Oh, yeah. Practicalities of life. Yeah. <laughs> Abortion and dinner. We'll come back to this, definitely. Um, we haven't discussed this, but do you want to suggest a song that we can play it with? Oh, as like an outro music? Yeah, or just a song that you like at the moment. Sure, I'm, I'm listening to Plenty of Nothing But Thieves at the moment. Nothing But Thieves? Yeah. Okay, so I know you played one for me last night. Hell yeah, and uh, I was just a kid. Okay, which one do we go for? Uh, let's go with Hell Yeah. Hell Yeah. Okay, so there you have it, our first podcast. Not the most professional, but hey, we're learning as we go. As we said, we're going to play it out with a song called Hell Yeah by Nothing But Thieves. Hope you enjoy it. And if you like the podcast and want to subscribe, please hit the button. Thank you. Bye-bye.